When you live in a modern Western country, genuine problems are rare. Yes, you can go broke, you can get sick, you can lose a loved one, or you can go through a nasty divorce. That's three out of four for me right there. But the truth is, you're more likely to run behind on your credit card payments because you couldn't resist a sale, or fret about your ass looking big in last season's jeans. G'day, it's Peter, and welcome to Office Anywhere, a podcast about working and living on your terms, whether that's cutting coat on the deck of a Balinese villa, crafting ad copy from a cafe in Portland, Oregon, or building websites from a home office in Melbourne, Australia. If you've had enough of the daily commute and the limitations that working in an office imposes, or you're already working remotely, but you want to explore some of the doors that it opens for you, then this is the podcast for you. To learn more about Office Anywhere, just go to officeanywhere.co. So you won't contract a bowler in the office lunchroom or lose a leg to a landmine on your way to the store or land in prison for calling your president a bloated orange, at least not yet anyway. So because of this gilded life with its running water, warm bedding and 97 TV channels, we create pretend problems to stress over. Then for extra fun, we compare our problems to our friends' problems. We strive for better problems, more interesting, fashionable, FOMO-worthy problems. We say... I'm so busy at work, I don't have time to get a massage anymore. Or, I have to get around to finding a new cleaner. Our current one, she just keeps missing the area under the sofa. We hate our phones the minute a new one comes out. We fear that our car isn't as flashy as it was three years ago. Or we envy a friend who has a personal trainer while we still schlep it to the gym every Tuesday. Damn, life is hard. But these are the gripes of small thinkers. They're for people who work just enough to make it to the weekend, who save just enough to buy something else they don't need, but never learn how to play, in other words, invest for, the long game. Since you're listening to this, I'll assume that you're not one of them. Or if you are, you recognise it and you want to change it. Now, I'll admit, I used to shop my problems against other people's. I wanted problems so amazing that they wished their life was that good. Meanwhile, I struggled to make payments on my brand new Mercedes and I laid in bed each night with eyes like dinner plates, worried about the $1.3 million that I'd borrowed to build my real estate portfolio. I fake whinged about my workload when what I should have done was cut the bullshit and have a stern talk with the ego in the mirror. I was making the same mistake most of us make at different times in our lives. I was playing to an imaginary audience. I was acting as if A, people were watching and judging me and B, those people actually gave a shit. While the first one was true, I mean, we all do it, the second one wasn't, thereby rendering the first one moot. All the people whose opinions I believed mattered eventually experienced their own failures, some of them quite spectacular. There were financial meltdowns, uh, acts of repeated adultery, divorce, major health scares, and a few deaths, just for good measure. So, failures left to right. Which brings me nicely to the subject of success, and how we're making the same mistakes with striving as we are with problems. One of my earliest mentors, Charlie Tremendous Jones, used to say, if you're going to go nuts, you'd better make sure you have a good reason. Chasing success based on other people's metrics will drive you crazy. Worse still, you'll go crazy for nothing. It's a sickness that cuts across socioeconomic, religious, and geographical planes. It affects everyone. Everyone, that is, except the ones who make a deliberate decision to do something else, to set their own metrics. I've talked about the scourge of advertising before and the three to 5,000 odd messages that we apparently see each day, but something else I've noticed is a theme from social media influencers on the subject of success. They say things like, unless you bleed your eyes out, you'll always be average. To be successful, you have to push and push and push. You must ignore the other aspects of your life. 
if you're serious about your goals. And you can't pause to savour the achievements. You have to keep striving. You have to keep moving onwards and upwards. And that ultimately success is very, very hard. And if you don't 10 exit, then you may as well go home. Now, I understand the spirit of these messages, and honestly, I respect many of the people who promulgate them. However, they miss a couple of really critical points. Firstly, we experience different seasons in our lives, each with unique priorities. I mean, there was a time when I'd work 24 hours straight because I was really hungry for money. Today, I value my sleep too much, and I recognize that working 24-hour shifts just shatters your productivity anyway. Um, Also, our versions of success, if we're really honest with ourselves vary wildly. For some, it's a C-level role in a Fortune 500. For others, it's a million followers or owning a seven-figure business. For me, it's knowing my bills get paid, that I'm doing something I care about, and that I have time for those that I love. Another thing, we value things differently. I mean, I love cars. I've always loved cars. But I have no interest in owning a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. If you gave me one, I'd sell it. Likewise, if you offered me an extra 100000 bucks a year to sit in an office and attend lots of meetings, I'd very politely decline. And I know this because I've already done that. And finally, I'm in no rush to achieve my dreams. I mean, after all, the life I have now is one I dreamed about many years ago. I also had a heart attack back in my chaotic 30s, so I'd rather not tempt a second one. So what is success then and what does it take? Well, the best definition I've ever come across is from Earl Nightingale. He says, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Now, it sounds a bit flowery, but it's a very beautiful and succinct message because it acknowledges two important elements. Number one, it's not an outcome or a destination. It is a progressive realization. In other words, so long as you're on the path, well, you're already successful. And the second important element is the object of your striving is up to you. Whatever you deem to be a worthy ideal is good enough. The bottom line is you don't have to kill yourself to be successful. You don't have to look like anyone else, behave like anyone else, or think like anyone else. Your version of success is perfect for you. While everybody else runs around playing the comparison game, you can just bat them away with one hand, turn on your heel, and go another way. It's fine. And so I challenge you to grab a pen and paper or open up the notes app on your phone and come up with your own definition of success, your version of it. Act as if no one was watching, if no one cared, and ask yourself, what would a good life, something that you'd be proud of, look like for you? To end this, I'll leave you with my personal definition. Success for me is living authentically, doing work that matters, serving my family, and having the time and resources to live fully and experience the magic of my brief time on earth. And so by my calculation, I'm doing just fine. How about you? Anyway, that's it for me again for this week. If you want to read this episode, just go over to officeanywhere.co slash 84. And if you haven't grabbed your copy yet, make sure you download a copy of the Work Anywhere Trial Guide, Six Steps to Working and Living on Your Terms. It's uh, available pretty much on any page that you go to on the website. You'll see it down the bottom of the homepage and down the bottom of each blog post. Uh, just punch in your name and email address there and it'll get sent straight to you. Anyway, thanks for hanging out with me again. Until next week, here's to working and living on your terms. I'll see you then. Bye.